peace and grace and welcome back to one-on-one with the canon podcast show brought to you by wcanmedia.com where tomorrow's services are here today and with me in the podcast studio is ceo and the sole proprietor of straight direction wealth management rosie george is here with us and we will have a casual conversation about financial security all this and much more right here on one-on-one with the canon podcast show coming up right after this greetings i'm samuel hampton ii producer at wcan tv WCAN TV is currently looking for quality programming for 30 to 60 minutes. If you have a message that you would like to share to the world, please contact me at 440-836-4591 or at TVWCAN at Yahoo.com. Thank you. Hello. My name is Shelly Mathis, and I am CEO and founder of Shelly Mathis Counseling Services. We specialize in mental health, trauma, and also substance abuse with an expertise in depression and anxiety for individuals, groups, couples, marriage and families, and also child and adolescents. If you're in need of assistance, give us a call at 330-577-8548. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joseph with Power to Become, an executive director with the John Maxwell team, bringing transformational training around the globe, making a difference when it makes a difference. We want to connect with you. Go to power2become.org or .com and connect with us now. Welcome back to one-on-one with the Cadden podcast show. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm glad you came here with us today. Thank you for having me. All right. Let's talk. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, Once again, I'm Rosie George, and I'm the owner of Straight Direction Wealth Management, where I've founded a um, financial services practice geared toward retirement planning, as well as uh, financial coaching and financial planning. Okay. So let's talk about coaching. Mm. Why don't you articulate on coaching? What is coaching? Well, for uh, financial coaching, that mainly means I help a person sort out where they are financially and get them on the right path towards achieving their financial goals. That may be um, just seeing where all their money is going. They may say, oh, I make all this money, but yet I don't have anything to show for it. So what I do, then we have a, a, a process that we go through, and we look at where they're spending their money. We either look at bank statements, we look at credit card statements, and we can see where their money is going. You know, I'm going to play the devil's advocate real quickly. Okay. The average person will look at this and analyze this and say, wait a minute, you're making retirement hard now. I mean, it's supposed to be easy. I got money in the bank. Why do I have to invest? I can get myself, give myself a paycheck every two weeks if I want to. But no, this is calculus. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, it it, it isn't calculus and it can be easy. Okay. The, the thing what I've found, uh, my experience has taught me, is that people have a desire. They may not have all the pieces and parts in order to put together a successful financial plan. They may be saving for 401, uh, in their 401k plan, but they don't know if they have enough money to retire. Or they may, be, they may have an emergency fund, but they're not, uh, and they have small children, 
and not saving for their kids' education. So there are a lot of different goals that people have, financial goals. Mm -hmm. And uh, the biggest goal has always been financial stability. Okay. So uh, how did you start and what made you want to go into this type of business? Well, um, I'm a CPA as well as a financial advisor. And as I started working for this company, I get I was exposed to investing. You would think uh, a CPA would know about investing, right? But no, well, that's it's not a given. What college? Uh, I went to Dyke College okay. in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Okay, continue. And so uh, as I became uh, aware of investing, I was under the impression, like many other people, that it takes a lot of money to invest. And it really doesn't. Um, what I found is if you start early enough, you can get by with a very small amount of money that ha will have a significant impact. Let me break in here. Okay. Before you went to college, it mm -hmm. had to be some type of catalyst or, you know, that stimulated you to say, hey, I want to be a CPA. What was that? What promoted that? <laughs> to be honest, when I was trying to decide on a college career, I was very analytical. I decided, okay, I really wanted to go into HR, and I said, hmm, may not be able to find a job in HR, but people always need accountants. So I, uh, an accountant can be an HR manager, but an HR manager can't be an accounting manager. Okay. And so it was just the practicality of the field. Okay. And so you went to school and you graduated. Mm hmm What happened next? Well, I went to work for a nonprofit for a number of years uh, where I was a payroll manager and was exposed to everything that happens with a person's paycheck from the hours earned until the final output of their take-home pay. Okay. So people trust you? Absolutely. <laughs> you build up that confidence, huh? Well, you know what? I, I developed the rapport. Um, I treated those employees the way I wanted to be treated. And I, they would come into my office with questions about their paycheck. And I said, you stay here as long as you need to. You ask me whatever questions you need to to make sure you understand your paycheck. I said, because if I was standing there, I wasn't, I'm not going anywhere until somebody gave me some straight answers. And that was the approach I took, and and they appreciated so it. So that wasn't aggressive? They didn't take that to be aggressive or anything like that? No. They, they could stay as long as they want to get an understanding of their paycheck. Okay, so your clientele. Mm -hmm. Are they local? Are they all over regional, state? I have clients uh, all over the country. Do you really? I, I do. I have. Wait, okay, hang on. I got to break it <laughs> in. So you you are in you are in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. So how do you and a client in Los Angeles, California, talk? Easily, they just contact me. They go to my website and reach out, send an inquiry, and we. Uh, get a conversation going to find out what their goals are and their concerns. And if, they're, if they want to work with me, we just start the process. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that. Straight Direction Wealth Management is national. It's just not a local entity. You know, I thought you were just local. No. I hope county. I really did. No, I have clients in Florida, uh, Georgia, Alabama, uh, New York, Pennsylvania. Okay. That is very good. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. You didn't tell me that. I thought you were just a local, <laughs> a local business owner. No, mm -mm. that's the great thing about financial services. It, 
you can be anywhere and conduct business. Okay, what are some of the challenges you have encountered as a uh, individual business owner? Well, one of the biggest challenges is um, making sure people know that I'm out here, that there's help available to them. A lot of people don't know where to go to get practical, sound financial advice. There's there's information all over the place. Some good, some bad. More bad than good. Yes. And what do you mean by bad, if we can elaborate well, on that? Yes. When people, they'll, they'll go out there and say, well, I can sh t show you how to turn $100 into $100,000. That may, that may be, but what the strategies that they're suggesting are not necessarily sound. Can you give us an example of some of these strategies? That way the people who's listening listen to this podcast will know what to look out for. Well, I'm somewhat limited by what I can say because uh -huh. of you know everything is regulated. Mm -hmm. But one of the main things is that when you go down a path to try to gain some financial security or stability, you have to have a goal. You can't just say, well, I want a lot of money. We need to know a specific amount of money because how do you know when you get there? So a person who's not actually looking after your best interest, they're just trying to get into your personal business and see where you are? Well, you know, I, I think a lot of people try, mean well. Mm -hmm. It's just that they they get just enough information, I say, to be dangerous. Okay. Right? They, so they, their motives, motives are not actually honest then, right? Well, I wouldn't say they're not honest. Okay. I would just say they don't fully understand, and they can put somebody in well, in I harm's way. Well, I really believe that the people need to know this because they need to be able to de differentiate, you know, what's good and what's bad. And that's where you have to understand your sources. Okay. What do you mean by sources? Who are you getting your information from? When somebody tells you something that seems too good to be true, it usually is not true. It's not true? It is not okay, true. Okay. So why would they say something like that? Because they know that it's not true. In their mind, they may think it's true. You really or, believe that? I, there are quite a few. I'm not saying everyone is. No, no, no. We're yeah, not saying but that. But there are some people out there that have good, honest intentions. They really are. And then there are some that are out there trying to scam you. That's what I'm saying. But the, the, Those scammers are out there, scammers, particularly with the elderly. Absolutely. And, and I try to, I do seminars on fraud prevention. Even young people are caught. Oh, by you fraud. do seminars on fraud pre prevention? Absolutely. Where you have it at? Go to there. Uh, have it. I uh, I do it either uh, on Zoom or I go in person to a um, someone who wants me to speak for oh, them. I didn't know you was doing that. Oh. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we uh, so we have to be uh, should, should we say have a weather eye out and watch those who are who motives are not correct. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. And you really, you I'm, I'm t you have to use common sense, which isn't so common anymore. But, yeah, but you have but to. Rosie, if a person doesn't know the industry, what they what they are saying, they think that is common sense. When you, first of all, uh, Facebook, what about YouTube, it? Snapchat, Twitter, and all those places aren't necessarily uh, places to get information they may spark an interest, then it's up to you to search out someone reputable 
Gotcha. Where you can get sound information. If you're doing this on your own, go to Investopedia. Oh, wait a minute. Investopedia? Investopedia.com. Investopedia. There are all kind of pedias out there now, right. aren't they? Investopedia will give you sound information non-biased. It is a it is a um it's like a library for investing. Okay, so are you registered in that area? Uh, Not in Investopedia. Investopedia is like a website. Okay, okay. Where you go to to research information. So if someone's trying, another thing I find is that people get involved in investments that they don't understand. Okay. Example. Options. Okay. Trading options. And trading options can be very tricky, and you really have to understand what you're doing because you stand to lose a lot of money. You can make a lot of money, but if you don't understand it, you'll probably lose more than you make. So do you advise people in that area also? I do not. That is not one of my specialties. Okay. I stick with more traditional investments, um, uh, the unattractive not the not the shiny uh, not the shiny object, okay. <laughs> the tried and true. Okay, you know the the things that have been around and 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 have a reputation. One of the things any company that you invest in, you really need to do your research. How long have they been in business? What are they producing? What is their product? Who's their competition? We need to and can they withstand something like the pandemic? Right. Okay. Um, so there are quite a few companies out here that have deep, what I call deep pockets, which means they can afford to ride through. Okay. A, a very rough spot, which was what we had in uh, 2020, and still come out on the other side. Whereas a newer startup may not be able to weather that storm. They may not have the resources to get through a, a rough spot. Okay. What have been some of your um, individual collective f- successes? What do you mean? The positive things through your investment, helping people out, and they are and they, they are gratified. They, they, they like it. They appreciate <laughs> you. <clears throat> well, um, this couple ca- came to me, and they were wanted to retire, and they wanted to make sure they had enough money. They weren't sure. They they thought they were okay, but they weren't sure. And so I asked them what, what were some of their goals. And the wife's goal was to get a, buy a, a forever home. And What is that? A forever home yeah. where they, they're going to stay there until the day they die. Okay, okay. <laughs> So they were they they wanted she had a vision of a home she wanted to own, and uh, so what we did we went through the financials, we looked at all of their income sources, and between her and her husband they're going to be living better in retirement than they were while they were working. So they were with you. Yes. Oh, good. And does that make you give you a sense of wow? You know. <laughs> Energize you, hey, you know, I really help someone out and et cetera, et cetera. It, it does. And um, what really, when they call me their angel, say they, they she just showed up on my door and she just made this happen. And that people really appreciate me just, just being real. You know, I, I don't do that industry jargon. Okay. What do you mean by that? Oh, uh, like terms that most people don't understand in the industry. Okay. I make it 
I Very keep it simple. in plain, simple English, easy to understand. I don't try to talk over anyone or make them feel that they don't understand something. Okay. What are some of the, well, I can say, what types of skills or competencies should one possess, develop to be a successful or to be successful in this field? One of the things uh, that you really need is to uh, want to learn. Okay. This industry is constantly evolving. Why? Because they're all offering different types of investment products and uh, strategies out there, and you need to be able to discern which investments are good options for your clients and which ones you shouldn't offer. Because they're all, I mean, you name it, it's out there. Okay, so do you do like a systematic study on what's how the, the industry is changing? Do you keep up with it? You, you have to because uh, a client will say, um, well, what about this uh, investment? And I need to be aware. And one of the biggest things is cryptocurrency. What is that? That is a digital form of payment, all right, or electronic form of payment. Okay. And I do not recommend that to my clients because I, my specialty is a retirement planning. And in my opinion, and it's strictly my opinion, uh, cryptocurrency is too volatile to be inside of anybody's retirement account. So... Can you give an example of that? How, how does that work? This, that's a new terminology to me. I've never heard that before. Um, when you say an example, what do you mean? Okay. Uh, so what is, the, what is that again? Crypto? Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. So <laughs> how does that work? You said it's, it's wiring money or what is it? No, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's a digital form of payment and it's somehow it's tied to blockchain. See now you're talking over me now. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the point. A lot of people don't understand it. So, it's supposed so, to be an alternative form of payment. Okay, so is that uh, equivalent to having direct deposit? No, it's sense? equivalent. Instead of paying someone with cash, right? Which means you have to go, possibly go through a bank, right? It's the transaction between one person and another person, eliminating the bank. Oh, that's oh, that's that's personal access to all of your things too, isn't it? Well, it's it supposed saying. to be secure. Ooh, okay. It, 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 you just it's really involved, and you really need to understand what you're getting into. Okay, what if the person on on the other end is not honest? I suggest that everyone go out to, that's interested in cryptocurrency, go out to the SEC's website and type in cryptocurrency and you'll find that bulletin. It's basically a warning about the volatility of um, cryptocurrency. Okay. If you can do anything different within your company that can advance you, or maybe there's nothing that you have to do, if it is, what can you do? The one thing I would like to do different is casting the net wider. And when I say casting the net wider, Having more people aware that there is help out there available and that I'm the person to provide that help. Okay. Now, you've been in business how long? Well, I've been in the financial services industry for about five years. I've been on my own now for almost a year. Okay. So within the last 10 years, have you seen a lot of changes in the CPA? What you call the position CPA? Accounting? 
uh, accounting and investing are, are completely different. Okay. So, there are, so the field that you're in, have you seen a lot of change in it? There has in been. last 10 years. In the last 10 years, absolutely. Um, Give what, a few examples. For instance, more and more people of color are interested in investing, and that is a— and they haven't had access to it as easily. So why now? Because there's social media out there. People are being exposed to the idea of investing and wealth management. And uh, we have the the career, the upwardly mobile people in the last 20 years. And they're being exposed to investing that prior generations haven't been. Okay. So that's very good. So... um. Uh, people of color or minorities are now getting interested in retirement investments and things of that nature. Right, and they understand, you know, it always takes someone to tell you what you don't know. Right. Right, and I tell um, the story, I have clients that come in and they say, man, I wish wish I would have done this 20 years ago, I wish I would have done this 15 years ago. I said, but you didn't know. Okay. You, How could you do it if you didn't know about it? Okay, listen. Old clock on the wall said that's it. So, give them, uh, give our listeners information on how they can contact you. Okay, thank you for that. They can uh, reach out to my website, uh, straightdirection.com, and they can see all the services that I offer. I'm located in Lyndhurst, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cleveland. My telephone number is area code two one six three three one. 2163. And uh, like I said, you can request a complimentary uh, consultation through my website. And uh, I do a lot of uh, things for free. I don't charge because I feel that it's my mission to help the people out there that are looking for help. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. You can uh, look up her website and get in contact with uh, Rosie, and she can start you on the road of financial security. Well, that's it. We thank you for being part of one-on-one with the Canon podcast show. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please direct all correspondence to canonpodcast at yahoo.com. And always remember, it's better to have truth with division versus unity with errors. Until all the one. Take care.